Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. It's the Friday Night uh, Freak Show, and things are getting crazy on the Friday Night uh, Freak Show. It's not often, and in fact, um, it's rare. And in fact, I don't think I've ever been on live, and I've done a lot of things live uh, before. I don't think we've ever been on live uh, during the gold medal uh, basketball game of the Olympics and sweating it out but in fact i've never sweat out uh, a woman's marathon live on the air like i did earlier today we got a close basketball game all right so hey welcome to sports rage in game live all right we're doing it i'm rnc series six i'm channel 204 the pencil players the hostels the people to bust them and everybody else in between man the cfl game is whacked and i don't even want to talk about it right now because i'm full of rage uh, about that but we've got the basketball game going on and there's about six minutes left and it's a real roller coaster like every time, you know, the U.S., every time it looks like the U.S. are just going to pull away, France are lingering, man. They're lingering like Jack the Ripper in an alley in London, all right? They're lingering right now. This game could come down to the wire. We're sweating it out. France just missed a big three. They hit that three, then it's game on. They would have cut the lead to, uh, they would have cut the lead to three. They're down by six. It's 73 67. 73 67, USA. Six minutes remaining. And uh, Middleton just traveled. Fun game. Fun game. Listen, so man, it's one of those nights tonight. We've had a great week. It's been fun, the Olympics and everything. But I don't know if we're on tilt yet. Last night was a little rocky. And it was kind of frustrating because we won. We had a bunch of great picks. And then I lost. I got stupid. And tonight's just whacked. We'll get into what happened in the CFL tonight. But a lot of people are very upset. 
I'm not so much like, you know, like upset in the sense that I'm just sort of confused. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how, so Mike Riley couldn't play, but he's playing right now. And you waited till you're down 28, nothing like, like, I don't understand any of this and how the hell is it that nobody knew. And I'll tell you what, like Dave Naylor, who follows the CFL very closely and does a good job with it. Naylor said, you know, this is uh, just tarnishes the CFL, uh, you know, trying to, you know, build themselves up and be taken seriously by the gambling community. Listen, the gambling community already knows about this stuff, right? It's a, that, that's one thing. But I think he's right in the sense, if you're a sports book, let's say you're a sports book and, you know, they come to the director and they're like, listen, boss, we got to set CFL numbers. See, I don't want to take CFL bets. we got to set it. It's on ESPN. you got to set numbers for it. All right, let's set a number for it. And then basically you find out, like, at kickoff that the quarterback's not playing. Like, they don't even tell you, like, before kickoff. Like, it's one thing, hey, hey, breaking news, hey, turns out the star quarterback's not playing. No. Like, the game started, and they sent Nathan Rourke on the field, the kid from the Ohio Bobcats. You ain't in Ohio anymore, kid. The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. We're kicking it. It's the Friday Night uh, Freak Show. And... Man, we're breaking it down. I feel like I'm going to melt down. And it's almost probably a good thing that the Olympics are coming to an end, actually. It's probably a good thing. Uh, because I don't know how many more of these sleepless nights and degenerate nights I can take. You know, I'm almost like a recovering drug addict or alcoholic in the sense that I used to have a late-night overnight problem. All right? I used to have a late-night overnight problem. And, you know, it, it helps me in, 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 in international. Like, it helps me in the Olympics. Because I have a good grasp of a lot of international stuff, but it's not good betting at four or five in the morning and stuff. Nothing good happens. Like they say, nothing good happens on the street. Nothing good happens like uh, at a sports book either at that time online. How many how many sports bettors too? You know, you win sports and stuff, but you want more action because you're a degenerate, and then you end up in the poker room. You end up playing blackjack. You're playing like online roulette and stuff. And you're like, how the hell did I just give all this money back? For me, I didn't do that. I just got too deep into the Olympics and some of the events. I just, my, my money management got bad. It's, it was very stupid of me because I've been pretty sharp as of late. Uh, I've, been, uh, I've been pretty sharp as of late. So speaking of sharp, Steve Merrill's going to step up and then kick it with us. Tony Finn. I love Tony Finn and his picks are good, but I don't know if I can say Tony's sharp. He barely knows how to use a phone. So uh, Tony Finn's going to join us. We love him, though. Smart, he's a smart sports guy, though. <laughs> so Tony, Tony Finn. Uh, we'll kick it with us. Mick Aussie. Uh, we won't get into Mick. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, Mick, I, lo- I love Mick, though. Mick's hardcore to the Olympics. Anyone that likes the Olympics, uh, I'm down with. Oh, big turnover in the Olympics. Sweat job in the overnight. So we got USA, uh, USA and Japan. Baseball. You know, not everybody thought uh, the USA would make it to the finals in baseball, uh, including myself. You know, nice run. Uh, impressive run. Uh, for for the United States in baseball, listen, I've got a nickel on Japan to win a gold medal. I am in a position to uh, to pull the Edward Scissorhands here and pull the hedge job. It's just not my style. I'm not down with hedging. The late night anger management class. We got a full house here tonight. And for those of you that are like, man, all Olympic out, don't worry. It's the last night. It comes to an end tomorrow. So this is our last night of raging and freaking out. 
and complaining about bad officiating in Tokyo. This is Fortrade. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Go on, you stupid horse. I got my last 10 bucks on you. No, don't look at me. Run. No, don't come over here. Uh, oh, boy. I really do feel like Krusty the Clown. Holy crap. It's like good news, bad news, man. It's one of these deals. I've got a teaser. I actually teased the BC Lions, our first teaser of the year. And it would hit if they don't score again. But they're about to kick a field goal. We're sweating out the end of the basketball game that we're surely about to lose. And, uh, oh, the kid missed. Yeah, and of course, I still lose by a point. That actually helps the under 58 and a half. God, I got too much money, Ryan. What are you smiling about, kid? Hey, Yamasaki, it's not funny. You just missed. Um, what's up with this kid kicker? You just missed a 30-yard field goal and you're smiling after. Like, oh, I can't believe I missed. Yeah, I can't believe they're paying you. Man, France just cut it to five. And, and then, boom. You know, I'm kicking myself. One of these nights, I didn't load up on the props. And we talked props with Coach Young tonight. And uh, Jason Tatum, he flew under the radar. You know, Jason Tatum. He's actually scored more than we realize, even though he doesn't play much. And how the hell? Oh, God, there's no goaltending. That's right. Draymond Green just got away with, like, blatant. <laughs> even on free throws, you can just go up there? Yes, huh? Ugh. Listen, I got no beef with the USA winning the gold medal here. 
Just not by 13, man. Not by 13. Here comes that Devin Booker. Man, big stress here. So I don't know how many of you guys have bet this stuff. Like I said, it's probably a good thing for all of our sake. The Olympics are coming to an end. And Draymond Green nearly knocked it in his own basket. I wish he did. Um, it's probably a good thing. Listen, we're on a roll. We've been killing it. I got a little cocky after winning a couple of too many plus money bets. <laughs> and the water polo wasn't good. And you know what got me last night? It you know, really pissed me off because I ruined the Netherlands women's field hockey title. I knew they were going to win, and they won. And, um, dude, it was 3-1 at the half. And the in-game total was 5.5. And, and I was watching it, and Holland were scoring. Like, I'm not Will, but Holland were scoring pretty, like, quickly. Like, it was 0-0, zil- and then suddenly Holland scored three quick goals. Argentina scored. And I'm like, oh, how does this knock over 5.5? And, and I went big on it. And of course, it didn't. Man, that was a brick from France. Oh, God. We're going to have to. This is like an NBA game. We're going to have to sweat out the point spread now. Are France going to quit? They probably should. Like, they at some point, they know they're not going to come back. But it's not yet. It's only, what is it? It's nine right now. Uh, USA taking down the shot clock. And, uh... France hits a three. France cuts the lead to uh, to six with a buck left. So if you bet this game and you tailed us, we took France in the first quarter, plus three and a half. They're leading for the entire quarter. They end up losing by four. <laughs> they end up losing by four. We had France plus six and a half in the first half. We won that because Durant missed a shot. Oh, goodness. I don't know who it was on the U.S. It just took a three, but that was a stupid thing to do. Uh, and then France heaves a three. Bro, you didn't even hit the rim, Fournier. Was that Fournier? Like, dude, what, what was that, Fournier? What the hell? Fournier? Bro. Call this tabernacle. What the hell are you doing, Fournier? I'm going to yell at him in French. Like, what, what are you doing? Casque tu fait? Call this Kesker Tufay. Pourquoi? Pourquoi? <laughs> why? That's uh, why in French. Why? Why would you shoot like that from like nearly half court? You're down by six. There's like 30 seconds left. You just heave up this three. That doesn't even hit anything. It just cranks off the backboard. Oh, God. And now they're fouling and stuff. Oh, calm down, Draymond. You didn't do anything. Kevin, they should give every gold medal to Kevin Durant. You know what? Tatum, you get one. Lillard. Ah, you know, <laughs> I guess they all get them. <laughs> I give credit to Draymond Green for playing on the team, actually. Props to Draymond. Draymond's one of these guys that you kind of like sometimes, but then you realize, you're like, God, he's hard to like. But then, you know. Uh, USA is about to win. The only question is, did they cover the point spread or not? And obviously, that's a very big question. That That's the only question. Ça, c'est la question. Yes, all right. Dunk it. Cut it to five. Oh, turnover. Oh! Oh! Oh, you miss, you idiot! <laughs> oh! 
You almost had like a Reggie Miller moment. Oh, Mojer. Unbelievable. I guess, I don't know. I guess I could I stop sweating out at 12 and a half point point spread. The way things have gone, I'm like, no, not with Kevin Durant. Yeah, not not with Kevin, not with Kevin Durant. I'm like, nah, let's. I'm not just gonna finish this. It's pretty crazy though, guys. If you're tuned, if you're on the radio and you're out there, uh, the U.S. is up. Uh, They're up by five. France scores right. They're down by seven. They score. They cut it to five, except they turn it over, man. The, the France stole the ball. Except they couldn't get a clean three off. Like the U.S. did a good job, but France ended up getting fouled. But if they would have popped, popped the quick three, boom, they would have cut it to two with 10 seconds left. France are battling hard at the end here. We'll give them credit. The USA, like I said, I think it was Draymond that took a really bad three on like a possession ago or two. They could have iced it, actually. They could have iced it. So we got ourselves a game and. I don't know. I guess unless it goes to overtime, but I'm you know, like I said, I don't I don't consider anything a winner until it's a winner. Even though we're on France plus uh, we're on France plus twelve and a half. There's always overtime. Steve Merrill steps up and in. It's rare, Steve, that we've got uh, a gold medal basketball game live on the Friday Night Free Show. But that here's that's what we got tonight. And I'm yeah, sweating I, it out. I think you're in good. Well, I was just going to say, how are you sweating up? You're exactly right. They're making that free throw to cut it to three is the worst thing that could happen for you. <laughs> it's like you said, overtime's the only way it could go bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those deals. Until it's over, it's not over. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those deals. Uh, man, it's just one of these wild, crazy nights tonight. And I've got an in-game number here, guys. Under 58 and a half in the CFL game. They're at 55. Oh, God, they just scored a single, 56. You got to be. A single. You got to be effing me. You got to be effing me. Steve, I was just going to say, so the team is down 10, Steve. Team is down. That's the CFL for it. The team is down 10. I got a total of 58 and a half. They're at 55. So I'm thinking, all right, hold them to an effing field goal. You hold them to a field goal. The other team needs a field goal. They're down by 10. Hold no field goal. It stays under. Buddy just punted it into the end zone. They get a single point. And now it's nine. And now, like, they, they kick a field goal. Like, it goes over to, to 59. And what's crazy, Steve, is the punter's mad. He didn't want to do that. He wanted right. you, you want to pin them, Steve. You want to pin them on the one. Like, in the CFL, the field's long, Steve. They play field position in a CFL. Like, teams will concede safeties all the time and stuff, even. God, I'm going to get screwed here somehow, aren't I? Nathan Rourke's back in the game. The kid from Ohio, Ohio Bobcats, playing his first ever CFL game. No, here comes Riley again. I don't even know what the hell I'm watching anymore. I'm going to start throwing things here. George is getting upset! George is getting upset! This is Sports Rage. Bring it! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. Break out the hickory switch, is right. The BC Lions were losing 28-0. Was it now 33-30? Welcome to the CFL, baby, where anything can happen. Where they'll lie to you about who the quarterback. I don't know, Steve, if you've seen on Twitter, Steve Merrill with his wager talk. If you see it on Twitter, just check it out. Like, people are flipping out. Like, even mainstream media people aren't. Like, it's it's a bad taste. Um, you know, so it's a new era. And for the record, congratulations to Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Dame Lillard, Devin Booker, Middleton. What a, Good for Booker going there after losing the finals. A good way to make up for losing the finals, getting a gold medal. Um, and what, what a little run for Middleton and Holiday winning the NBA Finals, getting on a plane, going to Tokyo, winning the gold medal. Congratulations to Popovich, coaching staff, and, uh, and everybody, and congratulations to uh, people that took France plus the points, like me. <laughs> uh, Steve, so <laughs> Fra- Fra- France cover, USA win, Steve. France goes 2-0 against the spread against the USA. It's 1-1 straight up, yet they get the silver and the U.S. gets the gold. It kind of seems backwards, doesn't it? You know what, Steve? I think France went six and zero, dude. No, no, they didn't cover against Iran. They didn't cover against Iran. Yeah, Iran, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. They were laying big points. Hey, by the uh, way, I, I like Gobert, man. He was like literally in tears just now on the bench. I don't like that. Do you think a single yeah. USA player would have been in tears had they lost this game? I doubt it. <laughs> you know, uh, so I like Gobert even more now. Like he really cared about winning this, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's funny you say that. That's a, that's a good question, Steve. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. I no, don't think I so. Think, I'm surprised Gobert was, I to think, be honest. I'm surprised any of no. us were. No, but that's the thing. I brought it up earlier. They care more about this than an NBA game. I, I brought it up right. earlier we talked tonight. About the first game. Yeah. Yeah, but last night, Steve, or the other two nights ago, when Slovenia lost to France, okay? Luka Doncic was inconsolable after the game. Yeah. This actually, this idiot actually missed the extra point on BC. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, you got to stop watching, man. You know this is not going to end well if you watch. 
No, no, like I can't even, like, I can't, like, I know, you're right. I, I should be happy. It's one of those deals, it's almost like it's like real sports season, Steve. I got multiple games on, so it's like, hey, I just covered a basketball, I won. And I got a football basketball game on at the same time the that same I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> basketball and football on the same night's a good thing, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's first world problems. I lost the CFL bet. It is what it is. I went 2-1 <laughs> in France. Yeah, because, yeah, look, I'll be honest. I had France plus three and a half in the first quarter, Steve. They lost by four. I had France <laughs> I had France plus six and a half in the game. And, um, uh, excuse first me, France plus six and a half first half. They, they lost by five in the first half. So, I lost by half a point. I won. Durant missed a shot at the end of the first half, guys. It, it, they would have lost. He could have covered the half, actually, if he hit the shot. And then uh, I had France plus 12 and a half in the game. I didn't mess with the total. I wish I would have taken the under because I thought it would have played to the under, Steve. And 87-82. 87-82 final score. So, it would, it, lower score, Steve. Total is 175 and a half. Hey, look, you called that the other night, Gabe. On Tuesday night, we talked about the unders and how we were leaning under, you know, on the semifinals and finals and whatnot. And yeah. I watched a lot of that women's game last night. By the way, the women have now won 54 straight international games. The men have won, what, four or five straight, I think. <laughs> so it's amazing yeah. how good the women are. And the men are. will get more coverage. But, um, and the men will get more love for it, Exactly too. right. <laughs> I know. That's what's so crazy. And, uh, and Bird and Tarasi are going to have their fifth gold medal. Nobody's ever done that in men or women's basketball history if they win the gold, and they should. They're an 18-point favorite. Um, but the, the defense was fantastic. The women held Serbia like late in that game. Serbia was shooting like 28% or something. So I was thinking of you again because, you know, it's that shutdown defense. Um, the women's yeah, game is interesting tomorrow night. It's a rematch once again, but the U.S. won, I think, was it by 17, and now they're an 18-point favorite. Uh, so very similar to what that first meeting was against Japan, the home team, with no fans. Yeah, That would have been interesting. Seems, They'd had a out. It seems like the odds makers have um, the odds makers have caught up a little bit. It took them a while like to, to figure out the numbers. like that, And we should have been, because, you know, Steve, it's amazing how consistent it was, actually, and I thought about it. Because, dude, Australia played Australia, and we hit the under in the Australia game. We talked about it, right? So the total was at 180 right. and a half in the Australia game, guys, with USA. When they played the exhibition game, Steve, they got to 174, all right, in Vegas. When they played for Rio the other night, they got to 175. When, when France, it was the same thing. When France, um, France and USA played in, in, in the first Olympic game, they got to 177. And it was 175 and a half tonight, except that was the first game, not the same pressure, not the same defensive intensity. In hindsight, right. we really should have hammered the under tonight, you know? Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, that, you know, I talked a lot about this earlier today on some shows I did is, you know, everyone had, oh, it's the revenge angle. It's quick revenge from two weeks ago. But you just couldn't see a situation where that wasn't priced in. And it played out exactly like you would think. The U.S. wins, but France yeah. covers, you know? It was too um, high, And Steve. that's in hindsight. It was. Look, I mean, first France came for the good seven, team. France beat right. them by seven, As a and now it's 12 and a half. That's a 19 and a half point difference swing. It's a big difference. Right. And what do you think Booker and the Bucks coming over late was worth? Seven, ten points? So then they win by three or five. And look, boom, they win by five tonight. You know? That was yeah, like the difference yeah. right there. And this is probably what the yeah. line should be was five or six. Yeah, you're right. And it's just so hard because everybody in America, how many people told, I don't know. 
Our guys took France because, you know, we were just sort of looking from a dog perspective. But if you're the book, you're going to get crushed, right, if you set the number too low because it's going to be too one-sided. Everybody's sure. betting everybody's betting on uh, on America. But, hey, listen, it was fun, Steve. It got us through, right? Uh, it was a couple of weeks of action. And we're, actually, we're not done yet, actually. So I don't know, we're not we're not throwing right, this time the idiot kicker. Think about the uh, think about think about this yet and think about Yamasaki. So, so sounds like we're we're talking sounds like we're talking about the Olympics, but that's the kicker's name of the BC Lions, Yamasaki. Yamasaki, you missed that, Steve. Yeah, I know. It says you think I'm about the Olympics. I'm talking about the CFL game. So, Steve, earlier I called the kid out. He missed a 30-yard field goal, and he was smiling after. He had that goofy smile, like sort of you know. Squaring up the crossbar after the goalpost. Oh, how did I miss? And he was grinning. It's like, kid, what are you smiling? It's not funny. You just missed a 30-yard field goal. And then he misses the extra point. And now they're down by four with 31 seconds left. If you didn't miss the extra point, all you need is a field goal that you'd be able to miss after. Now they need a touchdown. It's unbelievable. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that... Wouldn't you think that the kickers in the CFL would be like the best pro football players in the league? Because there's only like 30 NFL kickers, right? There's 130 college kickers every year. The NFL kickers play longer than any other position. Some of them play like 20 years, the good ones. You know, quarterbacks. The NFL has like three or four quarterbacks a team. That's over 100 quarterbacks. But there's only 30 kickers in the world in the NFL. So wouldn't you think like the next 10 great kickers would be in the CFL like just waiting to make the NFL. So you would think they would just be loaded. I don't I can't figure that one out. It's like where are these guys, you know? It's not like they're playing There's soccer no good somewhere. They are. That's what I they're doing. They're it. all playing soccer. And I tell you what, Yamasaki should be too. He's playing the wrong sport. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no, but like it's a great point here, Steve. And I'll tell you what, and in the CFL too, you gotta be a good kicker, Steve. Think about the wind, bro. You're playing it's outdoors field. in the wintertime in yeah. Canada. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it's right. you, you're playing in the elements and stuff all the time. And the ball is hard. It's icy and stuff. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just harder. It, it, it's like a rock when you kick it. But, um, no, it's like quarterback, Steve. Like, look at it, America. All right? The United States of America. There's there's an interception. All right? The misery's over. I'm just going to stop watching. Let me turn it over there. So, <laughs> to stop. I'm done. Okay, so, Steve. Not, the most I've enjoyed a CFL game in years, Gabe, by the way, just listening to you watch it. <laughs> I got to stop. It's finally the last interception. I'm like, I can't. I can't watch this anymore. Finally, I'm done. I'm out. Long- I turned it off. Turned it off. Yeah, it's a long season. We're only two games in. I'm going to tell you a story about what happened before, too, that you're really going to find interesting. But so let me ask you, Steve. There's 350 million people in the United States of America. And... How many good quarterbacks are there? 30? Like 15? How many, look, look at yeah, some I mean, of the guys half, that are starting quarterbacks the NFL in the NFL. Started. Yeah. Right, half the like, NFL like, starters. Like, season, there's right. about 15, let, let's say 18 guys to 20 guys. Let's not be too crazy. Right? Because, look, I was, I look, I did, fa- I did a fantasy show the other night, a fantasy stuff, and Steve and um, Baker Mayfield was, like, ranked, like, 18th. So, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's not a, a world-class quarterback. I'm not saying he's Joe Montana, but so let's just look at some quarterbacks here. So I'm just saying, Steve, uh, what's the percentage out of so 32 teams, 350 million people? How the hell is it out of 350 million people you can't find 32 people that are good quarterbacks? 
Here's the thing, though. Think about this, though. Some of these guys are better, and some of them aren't as good as you think because of the offensive line and the players around them. Yes. You know, so you're right. On and and Steve, a kicker, great point. and a kicker that's not right, and that's not yeah, the case on. with the kicker. I mean, other than the holder and the snapper, which is pretty much 99% good every time, a kicker's a kicker. Um, but it's a skill. Quarterbacks and kickers are the only two skill positions in football. Otherwise, it's all about running and hitting hard, basically. Maybe a little bit of catching. You know, there's really no other skills in football. And that's why I tell kids, you know, when you're like 9 or 10 years old, it makes no sense to play football. You don't need to play football until, like, high school. Because there's just no skill. It's not like basketball or baseball or soccer. There's no skill. Well, I'm not going to say there's no skill and nuance to it, but I would tell the kids it's no use to play football because you'll get ripped off. You better not playing in the NBA. You'll make more money even if you suck. Late night anger management class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the Buck Boy out. The Buck Boy? Yeah. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Yeah, but it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? I got so caught up in all the Olympic action and the CFL stupidity. I forgot to uh, tweet the uh, tweet the show uh, that we uh, tweet out the video links, but I don't think I did the uh, the normal tweets that I normally do. 
uh, before. Uh, so whatever, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> we live. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Steve Merrill <laughs> kicking it with us. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to here with Merrill. When your time always flies by, Tony Finn is going to step up and in uh, as well. God, man, what a what a wild couple of weeks in this Olympics, man. Yeah, I tell you. Well, I mean, there's, there's some fight. good stuff on right now. We got Dominican yeah. Korea on live. Basketball just finished the uh, 18th hole. The golf. She's got a one-stroke lead going into the 18th. That's on live right now. Oh. They got they got it in. What, they got it on. But, one shot only? Yeah, the other girl just finished. The other girl shot a 65, so she's one back. But Court has got one more hole to go with a one-stroke lead. It'll be about the only time I've turned the golf on all year, but it's it's exciting. I like this stuff. So, so te- you'll like this, Gabe. So, Teddy Covers rips me today. I guess Toast on Wager Talk today for the Prez, and I guess Teddy had to rip me because the Prez wasn't there. You know, so he had to go off on me. So, we're talking about what we learned last night, and he, of course, talked about NFL and MLB, and I said I learned I really like the Olympics, even though I'm not betting on it. I just enjoy watching this stuff, as you and I have talked about. And the example I gave, Gabe, which I know you'll appreciate, is like at 2 in the morning, I'm watching the women's diving. And as I'm flipping around, there's a 14-year-old Chinese girl. And China, you know, is dominant in the diving, as you and I know. And, and it catch, what catches my attention is they put her on the team at the last second because she has never lost. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I watch her dive. She gets perfect tens across the board, which I've never seen. And then they go on to say... Had the Tokyo Olympics happened in 2020, she would not have been on the team because you have to be 14 to do diving, and she just turned 14 this year. And she's going to win the gold. I think she went on to win the gold. She was in first place when I turned it off. And so Teddy is not able to comprehend how I could watch diving. Granted, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, for yeah. five minutes that I watched it. <laughs> but I thought no, of you. you. I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but you were caught up in the moment of the competition. Exactly. And, you know, Teddy's just, yeah, Teddy's, you know, I, I remember, uh, God bless Teddy, one of the funniest things ever was years ago when we were doing a show with Sarah Mead and Richard and Cam on, <laughs> on Hardcore on the score. And it was the Super Bowl. And I don't know, dude, she, you know, whatever. The coach had cancer and this story and that story. And Sarah asked Teddy, what's your favorite part of the Super Bowl? And what's your favorite thing, like, you know, part of the Super Bowl, whatever. But she didn't mean, like, the bet, Teddy. Like, you know what I mean? She didn't mean the bet, Steve. She meant, like, like America's pastime, right. the Super Bowl. What does it mean to you? And, like, what are your Super Bowl memories? Right. And it was like asking Mr. Burns about recycling. Like, Teddy didn't understand the question. He goes, well, I don't really <laughs> understand the question. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, who, who do I like? Like, props? Or what do you mean? Like, who do I like? And... She goes, no, memories of the Super Bowl. He goes, I don't really know. He goes, I don't, like, really have a favorite team. And he sounded just so like a robot. Like, he didn't understand, like, the question at all. Like, but you're right. And, we, dude, on Game Time Decisions today, we spent 20 minutes. And Sherapan had, yeah, Sherapan's a big sport fan, too. He coaches with softball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Say so he's a sport fan. Bro, I had 100 bucks on the women's marathon, Steve. So for 20 minutes, that was the show. Us watching the women's marathon live down the stretch. Two Kenyan chicks. And I'm like, come on. And they're coming down the stretch. And you get into it, right? You just, man, we were talking about, like, there's nothing cooler for me, too. The men's marathon tomorrow, the, the women should have the same privilege. But I get it. It's the end. So the last, last, last thing is the marathon guys running into the stadium, Steve, right? That says yeah, it's a great sight. Cool. They're running, running under the concourse and stuff, right? And they run into the middle, 
and, uh, you know, you get Olympic gold, you're the last man standing. I like it, too. And you know what? I got money right now, Steve, on uh, men's diving, 10-meter platform. I hope you have the Chinese competitors because they've won, like, every medal yeah. for the last decades. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. It's just a matter of which one wins Yang it. Jen. And they're different every Olympic. You see these dudes? Well, they're different every Olympic. That's what's been crazy, how good they are. The water doesn't even splash, Steve. Guy jumps off 10 meters. That's right. Like, the water doesn't move. That's exactly like, it's just like, that's like exactly what I look for, Gabe. Like, that's yeah, like yeah. all I look for. That's all you I stand and for judges, eh? like, me, me and you would be like, yeah, 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 too much splash, Steve. No, no good. 6.9. It's so funny you say that because I didn't feel like getting into it, Teddy, but I was going to say I did watch like three dives because I saw this girl was, you know, tens across the board. Then I watched a couple more and I always watched the dives for the splash and the U.S. girl <laughs> had a huge splash. It was like a dolphin kick and they showed it in slow-mo. <laughs> what she did was kind of cool. She was overcommitting, so at the last second she bent her knees as she was going in to not go basically to flip over, and she had a big splash because of it, but she went in straight. I was like, this is cool stuff. Yeah, Teddy has a good. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, I wish I'd it, seen right? this live. <laughs> so this afternoon I'm watching, and of course in the afternoon it's the replay because it's 4 in the morning over there. Did you see the finals of the 125 kilogram, which is the 275 heavyweights freestyle wrestling, U.S. against Georgia for the gold? I caught it no. this afternoon. I guess it was last I night. Saw the I'm not going to tell you what happened. After. I saw the guy yeah, doing backflips yeah, and awesome. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, yeah. Don't, don't tell the listeners. It's, you know who won. It was the most amazing finish of any sporting event I've maybe ever seen in my life. I'll just put it at that. Really? And yeah. I didn't even know about that until this afternoon. I wish I'd told Teddy about that. This was insane. So you all need to go look it up. I've been telling people all day because I don't even want to spoil it. Oh, you could tell people. Don't was... spoil it. It's, it's, if it's not live, tell people. Okay. Go ahead. So... So basically, the U. I turn it on with like a minute forty-five. I just randomly turned it on like at three in the afternoon this afternoon. The U.S. is up five-two. I didn't know it was the gold medal match, but I thought maybe it was. U.S. is up five-two with a minute and a half to go. So basically, all he has to do is just kind of stall, run out the clock. He makes a mistake, and the guy gets two on him. And then before I know it, he gets another two on him. He gets exposure, and he gets another two. The dude from Georgia gets six points in like twenty seconds to take an eight-five lead with like a minute to go. And then they get down to about 15 seconds, and the Georgia guy is just trying to stall. The U.S. guy gets a takedown for two. He purposely lets him up because he's still down by one with six <laughs> seconds to go. So it's looking over still. And with .2 seconds, he gets another takedown to win the match and win the gold. They went to replay. I mean, I've never – so the guy got four points in the last six seconds to win the gold. It was insane. And then, yeah, he's 275 pounds. He did a running backflip on the map. I was like, damn, that was pretty impressive also. <laughs> um, Man, but, I mean, how can you not like that? It's insane. Uh, it's, been, it's been a great uh, – you're right. It's been – and it's epic, man. There's some shots here, too, I'm seeing of the wrestlers. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Dake, uh, Drake of the United States as well. I watched him. Um, yeah, he's one of the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kyle Snyder. Cornell. Uh, I'm seeing all the pictures yeah, pop up, you know, this – Google's got like a great Olympic pictures, like up to date, like two minutes ago, this happened. Like they got pictures up already. Um, you know, Steve, as you say, there's just been some great, great stuff in, in the, in the, in the games. I watched a Norwegian dude. I'll send you the video of it. And someone told me too, it was the best tweet ever. They said, man, this guy's, uh, you got to test this guy. No white guy can run that fast from Norway. Some dude from Norway ran 400 meter hurdles in 45, nine, 400 meter hurdles. Yeah, like basically, so 10, like, you know what I mean? 
like running. He's, he's keeping up with like the two of the, the 400 guys, but he's jumping hurdles. It's like a world record of all world records type of stuff. Great drama this morning, Steve. Uh, Team Canada were big underdogs against Sweden and women's soccer. Sweden hadn't lost in 17 matches, and it goes to penalty kicks. And Canada is down, Steve, 3-1 in penalty kicks. So basically, it's over, bro. Like, you're done. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, how the hell are you going to do? They score once, and you got to score four times. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're finished. Right? So, lo and behold, bro. 3-1, the girls on Sweden, you could tell they're about to celebrate. They're all smiling and, like, holding. You could tell they were just waiting to run onto the field. And uh, the girl put it over the net <laughs> for Sweden. And then Canada scored, 3-2, boom. Next thing you know, save, boom, 3-3, boom. Next thing you know, Canada's up. And it's like, hey, Canada scored, and they win. It's sudden death. And Canada scores and wins. The epic, and this is coming off a win that Canada beat the United States, even women's soccer. For the first time in right. 20 years, 36 matches. 36 matches. Yeah, they got so like just they got the replay on right now. It's a, the, yeah, it's the 56-minute mark right now on the replay. It's on NBC Sports Network. It's one nothing Sweden. What a terrible way, though, for any gold medal NBC event to end, though, penalty kicks. Yeah. Like, that's so this will be on in about an hour. So it was yeah, like so they're showing the, the replay now. So, um <laughs> Yeah, they'll have the penalty kicks will be on in about an hour or so because they're about halfway through the second half right now on the replay. Um, yeah, it, I, like the, I like the 13-hour time frame. It, it's good for us because we're night owls, man, so we're seeing all this oh, stuff exactly. live a lot of times for the most well, part. Well, you know, we got, um, we got Japan-USA baseball coming up, but I want to ask you, there's another basketball game. No, it makes sense to me that normally you would have the bronze medal game first, Steve. I you thought know what so I'm also. Like, you know, all right, you play for third, and then the winners play, as opposed to, all right, the champions have left, and then, but, you know what it is? Do you think it was a network? It's a network thing? I think it had to be a TV thing, because they've been playing at 12.40 a.m. Eastern every game, and this was 10.40, 7.40 West Coast. Has to be TV. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. NBC lost out on a lot of primetime stuff. They finally said, you know, yeah, we're going to do the gold medal in this primetime in America, right? We're not doing this at 10 in the morning, 8 in the morning. And yeah. they should, because, I mean, there's and, nobody at the games that anyone stand. So what's it matter? I mean, I think it made sense. Exactly. But that, it was interesting and, to me, too, Gabe. I thought the same thing. The thing is, though, it's funny, though, Steve, but it wasn't prime time there, right, as you stated, right? Like, it was right. 10 in the morning there, 11 in the morning or whatever, right, in Japan when the USA was yeah. playing basketball. But they're not screwing fans. Fans aren't there. And I don't think they mind. Dude, they get Luka Doncic, who's an international superstar. Luka Doncic will be on TV, right, in their prime time, right, just as the games True. wrap up. So that, that's the thing. So there's been some movement here. Slovenia were one and a half, Steve, so they both lost. And I brought it up. So Utah, so much I want to throw at you. So they, you brought it up about Gobert crying. Luka Don, I've seen Luka Doncic, Steve, lose two years in a row in the NBA playoffs. I didn't see him cry. I saw him look kind of distressed and frustrated. I saw him hug the Clipper players after, or like, you know what I mean? And like, I didn't see him break down in tears. Dude, when they lost to France the other night, he couldn't get off the bench. It was like an NCAA kid. Like, you know, after the tournament, like he had the towel over his head. He was crying. Rudy Gobert, Nicholas Batum was consoling him from France, telling him, you're the future of basketball. You know, you've never seen him cry like that in the NBA, right? Dude, Patty yeah. Mills, Australia. Guy's multiple NBA champion. He was balling like a baby the other night when they lost to the U.S. 
It's like, bro, you just signed a $12 million deal on the Nets. You're still in the NBA. Your career's not over. Guy couldn't <laughs> stop crying. Because you know why? It was the last time he's going to play for Australia. Him and Della Vadova were sitting there crying next to each other, right? Like, they're competitors, Steve. They love their country and their competitors, buddy. You got to love it, you know? I do, and I think that's why the U.S. catches a lot of slack because, I, you know, I don't know. My personal guess is that I don't think the U.S. would have been crying tonight had they lost. But that's just a guess. You know, who knows? I might be wrong on that one. I'll, you never know. Durant would. Durant would. I think the, they, USA would smash things. they just start throwing chairs back, you know, and addressing them and stuff. <laughs> stuff. Lost sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com you might be right it's simple but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Uh, Steve, you doing anything this weekend on network? Uh, are you going to be on Rob Vino? Yeah, I will. Uh, in exactly 11 hours, I'll be on with Rob Vino and Joe Ranieri at 12 noon Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern, and then Tony Finn will be on halfway through. He'll be with you next and then with oh, us in boy. 12 hours. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah 12 to 2 trouble. Eastern. And uh, Rob Vino pointed out today that Finn is a lot more subdued at, at 10 or 11 a.m. Pacific time than he is this time of night. So. It's safe. Yeah, it's, I get it. You're it's right. Safe. You're right. I'm getting him on a Friday night, late at night. You're right. I got him at the worst time. <laughs> so NFL Where is back. We, 
We, yeah, we got a win in our back pocket with the Steelers. But how about this? The Steelers-Cowboys Hall of Fame game drew 7 million viewers. 7.3 million viewers on Fox, making it the most watched preseason game since 2017. Higher ratings than the Olympics. Yeah, because it's live. Uh, (laughs) NBC doesn't understand that, you know, you need to show things live. But so next week, Steve, we got a full slate of preseason games. It was, you know, we we hit the Steelers. It was a nice angle, but I've already started to dig in a little bit. I'm seeing some nice angles for next week. Next Thursday, we've got a full slate of preseason football. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't dug into it too much, but one game that jumped out to me is if you look, it's a rare chance to see the Minnesota Vikings as an underdog. Mike Zimmer, 20-5 and five straight up in the preseason. They're currently picked a plus one against Denver. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Interesting, I know, huh? Um, you saw you Jefferson got hurt today in practice. Jefferson got hurt yeah. in practice, and Kirk, Kirk Cousins says he's willing to live in, pl- in a plastic bubble instead of getting vaccinated. <laughs> So I don't know what the hell's going on there. Oh, yeah, they got some weird stuff with Cousins. Cousins and two Cousins got dropped by, like, a hospital that, like, he was even given money to. Like, we don't want to be associated with you since you're an anti-vaxxer. Thanks, Dave. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.